Triple M Rocks Sunday Arvo Footy. For Harvey Norman Home Appliances. Parramatta 36, Raiders 6, a great win for the Eels and a bloke that was in uh, great contention for our mongrel boots man of the matches on the line. No, he wasn't, Maroon. He was. He no. woke you guys threw his name around. Nah, you, yeah. you, you, you said he was ordinary yesterday, oh, Flash. Flash, I didn't say that, mate. Welcome to the show, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was uh, no, I was nowhere near the best, but uh, there was there was plenty of good players out there yesterday. Did yeah. you did you feel flash that the that sort of form coincided with the fact that Pete's was back in the team? Um, oh, I suppose you could. Oh, it's probably hard to put it on him because I think Goisy's been going uh, outstanding in his yeah, in yep. his absence, mm-hmm. and um, you know it was just. We, we, we had an intention to come out and you know, start the game fast and now our completions have been letting us down and our goal was for um, you know 80% completion. I think the first half we were, we were right on that and that sort of you know set up the win. The second half we dropped off a bit, but you know um, that first half was, was very pleasing. Mate, just tell us about the start because uh, one of the things that we've been hearing a little bit uh, frequently of late is the five-day turnarounds and particularly the teams that are coming off them, how slow they seem to be getting out of the blocks. Was that something you guys tried to exploit yesterday with Canberra coming off the uh, the quick turnaround? Uh, no, not really. We, we don't really speak about... Like me personally, I prefer a five-day turnaround. Um, I know wow. that's probably against, uh, against the norm. Um, you know, unless you're carrying a niggling injury or something like that, I, I find like... You know, by the time you recover, you're sore for a couple of days, and you, you only train once, which is, <laughs> I prefer not training. So, uh, so, so, um, so the longer turnaround, yeah. you train more, which actually takes a bit more out of you. Well, that's like because we play on Thursday night, so we've got the five day turnaround this week, and yep. you know, I might be a bit, you know, it might be, you know, might feel a bit sluggy starting the game, but I, I feel heaps better you know, turnaround plan straight away. And then when you get, like, say, an 11-day turnaround, I feel awful on them ones. So I think because you've got such a long week or if you play on a Monday, I find them hardest games to prepare for because you've got the whole weekend, everything's done and dusted, and then you've still got to wait to play your game Monday. So mm. It's a uh, – yeah. hey, Mick, uh, Ryan Girdle, mate, congratulations on yesterday. Yeah, you were outstanding and your form's been really good so far this year. You must be enjoying – playing on that uh, the back the end of that back line which is doing some pretty good things especially yesterday we spoke to Kieran after the game and he uh, he said that he's only a- able to do one training session the captain's run every week because of his hamstring and with so many new combinations there it's taken a while to settle in but gee yesterday you guys look really sharp yeah and it's um, you know he actually he trained twice this week so I think that's first I uh, know the second time this year that he's been able to train more than once so um, you know obviously you gotta you gotta rest him as much as you can as long as he's playing then you know you do everything you can but I think he's, his legs obviously getting better and you know he scored a you know great uh, solo try yesterday so the hammy obviously was was pretty fine there a bit of left foot right foot stepping yeah. and um, yeah I think that you know you still got to you rest him up and look after him as best he can. But, you know, when he can, he, he wants to train all the time. But the club are just trying to be a bit more sparta with him. And um, I think, yeah, yesterday there were some really good signs moving forward. And it's, um, yeah, I suppose it's just about building on that now. OK, Sunday Triple M NRL, if you just joined us, we're speaking to Michael Gordon, one of the heroes from the Parramatta Eels side yesterday that beat the uh, Raiders 36 points to six. And, Michael, I suppose I, you're going to probably give me the standard answer that the coach gives and the other players give. But, I mean... Having this possibility of of points being deducted hanging over your head, give me your in give me your real thoughts on that. Uh, like me personally, I have no idea what's going on. Like I don't read the paper, and like we don't because we train away from the legs club now. I don't really hear anything of what's going on. So you know, any 
it's hard for me to give you an answer other than probably the old cliche, you know, I'll just wait and see what happens and deal with it then. But it's to be honest, like I wouldn't know what what's going on, what what the issues are about, anything like that. Like you know, especially being new to the club, like. Honestly, the players don't talk about it because it doesn't seem to bother any of them. I think it's something to do with the club, and I suppose they'll deal with it. And if and if the punishment's handed down, then so be it, and we'll move on from there. Has anybody from the club come to talk to you, mate, and just explain to you as a playing group, even if it's just to say, look, don't worry about it, we're all under control. Has it, has anybody actually from club land, uh, chairman down, come to uh, placate you guys? Um, no, well, not that I've known. I think BA probably wouldn't want him. He doesn't like many people coming around training that's not meant to be there. So they, they probably, I think everything goes through him. And, um, you know, if he feels that there's something that needs to be passed on to us, then he will. But at the moment, you know, there's been no, not one talk of it at training all year. And um, that's probably a credit to BA for keeping that, that side separate. So after games and great wins like yesterday in the dressing sheds, there's not like board members around and you guys aren't having sort of open discussions about the situations at the club at the moment? That's all kept pretty separate? Um, yeah, like I saw some of the board in there yesterday. I saw um, you know, Steve Sharp in there, but like I'm not going to walk over and ask him and say, hey, mate, what's going on sort of thing. I just, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll stay well clear of it. But, you know, it's not really any of my business. And, you know, if something happens, then... Um, I suppose we'll have to deal with it, but until then, I'm you know, I'm not going to you know, worry about it or let it try and bother me, sort of thing. Yeah. Mate, take me into yesterday's game. You seem to make a point, uh, down down that left edge, early in the game. Michael Jennings was just running at will. Was that a, a, a deliberate? Like, was that the game plan to to exploit that part of the Raiders' defence? Um, well, yeah, obviously you've got Jennings and Rad Radri out that side and Norman, so you'd think they'll probably get majority of the ball, but then on the other side you've got Ford and, and Takaragi's been in good form. So just, just you know, some, some games seem to unfold that you attack a certain side more and, you know, we got a bit of joy there early and, and, and we just kept peppering that side and it seemed to keep working for us. So, um, you know, second half got a bit scrappy on, on our behalf completion-wise, but... I think um, that was the most pleasing thing. Yeah, we we got our foot in the door early, and we just kept going down there. How do they? Uh, how do the halves work that um, that situation there? Flash with first receiver, second receiver. Do they both take a side? Yesterday they seemed to link up quite a fair bit on the same side. Who's the general out there? Who's directing plays? Who does all the chatter? Um, they they pretty much share it, um, you know, because because Foz you know only gets to train once a week at the moment, so normally sort of runs training and and everything. But on the field, they you know they're pretty you know open for discussion and and they, you know they both play left and right. But the the good thing about them is, so if they swing to the left end, four will go first receiver to Norman, and then if it goes the other way, Norman will go first receiver to four, and so. Um, it, it's pleasing to see halves that swing both ways and don't just sit on an edge. And um, you know, and I just they just tell me whether they want me or if not, I'll hold the short side and and look for a play down there, sort of thing. The defence has been outstanding all year, one of the best defensive records in the league. You see it all from the back there. What's what's making this defence this year so much better than some of the other sides you've played in? Um, well, I think yeah, you know, just an attitude to start with. Defence is all about attitude, and yeah, you know, we've got some we've got some big boppers that can hit, and yeah, you know, yeah, I do get the best seat. And I tell you what, watch Junior Paul. What about that shot um, yesterday? Oh. Junior Paul oh, <laughs> shot. He pancaked him. <laughs> I'll show you later. Feel sorry for the bloke, but um, <laughs> it was a good yeah, shot. But he's been doing it all year. He's just got like because he's yeah you know, he's not the tallest bloke, but he he hits under the ball, and when he hits you, you know I, I think most people would feel it definitely. Hey, it's a it's a good thing, Flash, that you like the uh, short turnarounds, mate, because this is going to be an absolute cracker 
Uh, Thursday night this coming week on Triple M, Dan will do the call. But you guys up against your old rivals, Manly, mate. It's going to be great for you to be part of the old Parramatta Manly rivalry. Yeah, no, it'll be good. And, you know, um, you know, Foz getting to go back against Manly. And, you know, there's certainly plenty of uh, history between the two clubs. And, um, you know, Thursday night should be a good night. Yeah, they're coming off the short turnaround too. So uh, even shorter than you if yeah. you want to start going in now. So, well, who's, who's and got the trip back from New Zealand. And the trip back from New Zealand. So. Oh, they're home, Parramatta. They're home. It's yeah. all over. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go there, but yeah, it's all, especially going to Brookie, it's no matter how good or bad Manly are going, obviously they had a great win yesterday, but yeah, the Brookvale's a different different story over there, so I'm, I'm sure it's going to be a tough game. Playing at Cronulla, they always struggled at Brookvale Oval, but there must be something about being part of a Parramatta side going to Brookvale Oval and uh, reviving and being part of that old Parramatta-Manly rivalry. Yeah, I reckon it will be something special, and yeah, I used to love watching the old days of you know, Paramanly and, um, you know, just, yeah, it was always, you know, spiteful and plenty of passion and, um, yeah, I'm expecting nothing different on Thursday night. Yeah, looking forward to that. Should be what, good. what about Manly? Like, uh, they haven't really missed a beat without DCE, have they? No, I think they've obviously just sort of simplified their game as best they can and um, both their halves are running halves and um, I think they've just change their game to more of a running game and obviously you know it certainly worked for them yesterday I didn't get to watch the game but you know from all accounts they, they well they obviously put on a good score against the Warriors and um, you know they're just they're just running and everyone seems to be doing their job and they've you know they've still got some you know, experienced players and quality players out there so um, you know they're, they're always going to be tough to beat. Mate let me just ask you something that's going to come from a little bit left field but your uh, impression of the bunker and the way it's going at the moment. There was another incident, I don't know if you saw it last night, where the, the bunker got involved in the game. Are you are you happy the way that the uh, the NRL is interpreting things in there? Uh, well, you know, it's, it's a hard one to say. We could sit here and debate all day about the bunker, but I think um, I think what, what people seem to be confused about now is, you know, they come in for some things and not the others, so... Um, I think it's just, yeah, it, it's a hard one to say. They've either got to come in not at all or, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough one. You know, they, it's meant to be speeding it up, but then you see some that they replay it 50 times still and you're, you're still, you know, guessing half the time. So mm-hmm. I suppose, um, yeah, it's, it's something that's probably going to continue to debate all year and <laughs> we'll just see what happens there. Yeah. Because the argument against that is, you know, some people saying, well, don't come in sometimes and not others. And then other people say, well, hang on, if you, if you see something that's clearly wrong, in the name of get consistency, right. let's get it right. So, But I, I think the NRL needs to have a clear policy, which is where they really let themselves down, is that because there's no clear understanding of what the bunker's role is, when they will come in and when they won't. And uh, I think that really is frustrating a lot of people. Yeah, I suppose, like, if they just come out and say, like, black and white, yeah, this we'll come in for, you know, maybe a scrum if we think the the decision should go the other way or certain things. But, it's, yeah, it just needs to probably be more clear exactly on what they're, what they're going to do and not do. So, so everyone at least, you know, understands then, and then I suppose then we won't have to worry about it. Hey, Mick, talking on real changes off the field, uh, what about the interchange? How, has, have you noticed a difference out there playing... Playing fullback, um, are your boys more tired? Do you notice that the defence is getting tired quicker? Uh, I think yeah, it's. I think you're starting to notice it um, 
you know, when, you know, usually front rowers or whatever do a, you know, 20 minute and then they'd be off sort of thing. And, and you're trying to see every club's getting a bit more out of their, their front rowers. You know, most teams are reluctant to play two hookers or if they do, it's, you know, it's it's definitely changed the way the, the interchanges are getting used. And then I find, you know, when there's those opportunities, it's, it's all in and around the ruck because, you know, forwards are having to play a bit longer and that's where the, the space comes later in the game is in the middle there. All right, Flash, we'll let you go, mate. Congratulations on the win yesterday and all the best for uh, the game on Thursday night against Manly. I can't wait for that one, but you enjoy your day. I'll do my best, mate. Thank you.